This is the Hasidic Story Project with Barack Holman, podcasting from Jerusalem, Israel. To become a supporter of this podcast, please go to HasidicStory.com. H-A-S-I-D-I-C-Story.com. You'll never know. You'll never know. You'll never know. You'll never know. When the Rebbe Maharash was a young boy, he was a little mischievous. Even though he was very serious, he liked to joke around. And one day when he was seven years old, he was looking for a quiet place to sit and learn Torah. And he figured, since nobody was sitting in the women's section of the shul, that would be a good place for him to sit and learn. And he was right. In the middle of the week, on the second floor of the shul, the women's section was empty. It was the perfect quiet place for him to sit and study. And he'd been sitting there for a few hours learning, when all of a sudden, he hears the door to the shul opening up. And he sees a woman walks into the shul into the main shul, and here's Reb Shmuel, the young boy, seven years old, on the second floor in the women's section, watching this woman come in and walk over to the Aron Kodesh, to the Holy Ark. He looks over the edge of the women's section, and he watches the woman. She puts her head in the parochet, in the curtain, in the Holy Ark, and she starts to cry. She says, Master of the universe, God, please help me. I'm all alone. My husband died years ago. I don't have any money. I've tried to work, I've tried businesses, I've tried everything, but nothing seems to work for me. My children, they're so hungry. Hashem, please, you have to help me. All I have is you, Hashem. Please, help me, Hashem. And the woman started crying from the deepest place in her heart. Little Shmuel is sitting there, watching from the women's section. On the one hand, he thought to himself, you know, this is bothering me. I'm not able to sit here and learn what happened to my peace and quiet. And on the other hand couldn't stand to see this woman suffering. So he ducks down behind the wall and says in his deepest voice, Lady, lady, you don't have to worry. Because the high ceiling of the shul was empty, it created a type of heavenly echo. It made it seem like the voice was coming from everywhere, and not just the women's section where Reb Shmuel was sitting. The woman fell to the floor, and she looks up all around. She looks at the ceiling. She's looking in every direction. She raises her hands up to the sky and she says, Oh my God, it's you, Hashem, you, you, you're talking with me. And when Shmuel sees that this is working, he continues and he says, Holy sister, please don't cry. I will make sure that you get money. And so the woman, she says, Really, Hashem, how are you going to send me money? How is this going to work? And so Shmuel continues, I'm going to give you the power to heal. When someone is sick, I want you to take a glass of water and make the Sha'akon Bracha, the blessing, before drinking water. Then you'll drink a bit of the water, you'll pour some for the sick person, they'll drink a little bit, and then your blessing will come true. You'll tell people they can pay however much they want, and I promise you, you will never need for money again. And then Shmuel paused for a minute for some drama, and he said, But remember one thing, you may never tell anyone how you got this power. Oh, I won't, I promise, she said. Thank you, Hashem. I won't tell anyone. Thank you, thank you, thank you. She looks around again, trying to see if the voice is coming from any place. She realizes that it's really the voice of Hashem, and she starts walking out of the shul, backwards with her face to the Aron Kodesh, not to show any disrespect to Hashem or the Holy Ark. 
The whole time she's drying her eyes, and she's certain that an angel had spoken to her, and that she was really giving the power to heal. And so she went back home, and the next morning, she went around, putting up signs, saying that she could heal, and anyone who's sick should come to her, and she will heal them. So the first person showed up. It was the father of somebody in the neighborhood where she lived, who was very sick. And the woman felt a little awkward, pouring the water and saying the bracha and everything like the voice had told her. But she did what the voice said. And amazingly, the next day, the old man felt better. News spread like wildfire. And in no time, there were hundreds of people lined up at her door. Within a few weeks, she had gone from being destitutely poor to being wealthy. This went on for 25 years. And 25 years later, this young boy Shmuel was now the Rebbe Maharash of Chabad. He was renowned throughout Russia for being a genius, a prodigy, and for his holiness. Thousands of people came to visit the Lubavitcher Rebbe in order to get his blessings and to get his advice. And then one winter, when it was particularly cold, he became very sick. He got the flu, and what seemed like a little sore throat turned into a life-threatening problem. He had an infection in the back of his throat, and there was a boil deep in his throat that was preventing him from breathing properly. The bigger the boil got, the harder it was for the Rebbe Maharash to breathe. It got to the point where the doctors decided that they had no choice but to try to cut it out where his throat was. But they were concerned about that as well because it was so close to a delicate area they didn't want to make a mistake and, God forbid, cause some even more problems to the Rebbe Maharash. But in the meantime, the infection continued to grow and the Rebbe's fever got higher and the doctor said, okay, that's it. This is a matter of life and death and we have to do the surgery. And just at that moment, somebody said, you know, if you're already going to do the surgery and you're already trying to figure out last resort solutions, why don't you go to Bubisara? And everybody looked at her and said, who's Bubisara? She said, there's this old lady in Vitebsk. And for 25 years, she's been healing people miraculously. And maybe she can heal the Rebbe. So they decided to call her and bring her to the Rebbe. They figured, what do they have to lose? If she can heal the Rebbe, he won't have to have the surgery. And if not, then the surgery. So Bubisara comes to the Lubavitcher Rebbe. And she's very nervous because she knows she's in the presence of a great tzaddik the Lubavitcher Rebbe himself. The Rebbe was laying on his back with his head propped up on a large pillow because he was having a very difficult time breathing and was in a lot of pain. And he looked at Babisara, and before she could even start, he said to her, first you have to tell me, what is your source of your power to heal? And the old woman looked at the Rebbe and she said, oh Rebbe, please, don't ask me to tell you that. I promised that I would never say, please Rebbe, I can't tell you. It's a promise that I made. But the Rebbe insisted. He said, Do you see all those people outside? Do you know how many thousands of people have come to me over the years? Hundreds of thousands of people. They shared with me their deepest, darkest secrets. They've told me things that they could never tell anyone else. And I never shared their secret with anyone. So if all their secrets are safe with me, I guarantee you that your secret is safe with me as well. She said, But Rebbe, I made a promise. And the Rebbe said, if you don't tell me the source of your healing, then I can't take your treatment. I'll have to have the surgery. Now, Bobisara knew that she could heal the Rebbe. She'd been healing people for 25 years. She knew that she had the ability to heal. And she didn't want the Rebbe to risk his life with surgery. And she could heal him. And so she said to herself, you know, he is the Rebbe. And it's true, all these people have shared secrets with the Rebbe. So I probably can as well. 
And so she told the Rebbe the entire story about how 25 years ago she was in the shul and a voice from heaven spoke to her and gave her the power to heal. And when the Rebbe realized that it was he himself who had given her that blessing, really kind of as a joke and just to get her out of the shul, he started laughing so hard. He couldn't stop laughing. <laughs> and it was really painful because he had this infected boil in his throat. But the more he thought about this absurd situation and what happened, he started laughing harder and harder. The family heard what was going on. They heard him coughing. And the doctor ran in and the family ran in and they told him, Rebbe, you've got to stop laughing. You've got to stop. But when the Rebbe saw everyone coming in, he just laughed even more. <laughs> and by the time the doctor had a chance to check the Rebbe, the doctor said, it's a miracle. The boil had popped from the Rebbe laughing so hard. And now all the doctor had to do was to clean the wound. And a few days later, the Rebbe was back on his feet, a completely healthy man. Even though he didn't know it back then, when he was just a little boy, the Rebbe had given the power to heal even himself through this woman. It was because of her faith and his asking Hashem to help this woman that she was able to heal so many people and have a living to support her family and eventually even heal the Rebbe himself. Alalai, alalai, alalai.